0: We have a private Discord server full of everything from Sex Panther's college basketball plays to Arches CSGO winners. Click on the Patreon link in the podcast description and join us for complete and total degeneracy.
1: Absolute sports betting degeneracy.
2: I'm finding a lot more success with the D-Gen parlay (laughs) than I was with the Panther parlay.
1: Somebody was messaging you about a parlay? Is that right? I don't know why they would do that to themselves, but. Okay, you can really go fuck yourself. First off, I said there's going to be disagreement, and then you start insulting my pick. I didn't insult your fucking pick. I just said there's going to be disagreement. Second off, fuck you. Fuck you about the parlay. That's it. You know who's going to go in the parlay today? The goddamn guardians. Bitch, you can't fuck us on the parlay with hockey anymore. Go fuck yourself. We had a good weekend, thanks to Speedway oh. Steve 2. Penis, 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 penis. That's fine. Penis. That's fine. <laughs> I love my, I love my meat. Here you go, Maxie. There you go. I'm going in dick first in this one, man. Duty. Duty. If you, if you couldn't eat meat anymore, we wouldn't have Panther on the show anymore. You'd just die. Saxie, you know how much I love wood. Penis, 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 penis. <laughs> you guys are assholes. <laughs> have you guys heard about? I don't know if that's a story to talk about on the show, but I just thought that was funny If you sit on your ass all the time, your back is probably going to hurt Yeah, I'm in the same boat I said yesterday If Boston didn't win That I would not go chasing waterfalls Well, aren't I a fucking liar? Oh, man, did not see that one coming I have no idea if you're bullshitting or not Although he just sucks, right? And the flyers are bad, too
2: Oh God damn it! I love you,
1: Max.
2: It's that old adage: if there's a guy that you want and he's there, go get him. Well, I like you, Maxie.
1: Even though you sleep in and you show up late, so when I'm on the show, you showing me utter disrespect. When I'm on,
0: I was there early, but I still like you, Maxie. You're still a good guy. Howdy, homies and welcome to the Sunday Edition of the Absolute Sports betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Say Maxi, and today I'm joined by someone who actually does still like me, although not as much as Phil. It's Sex Panther Panther. Welcome to the Sunday Pod.
2: I don't understand how anybody couldn't like you. i I, I don't I don't even know what's going on here.
0: Uh, well, after last week, you know, I after I left Max out hanging for thirty minutes, I feel that uh, you know, I, I have I have some ground to catch up.
2: Oh man. Well, I mean, look, listen, Max has ground to catch up anyway. I mean, you know, he's, he's just, he's just, uh, you know, when you got to take those pills, like he's, he's that big giant horse pill you got to swallow.
1: <laughs> uh, uh,
0: he, he is, but I, I, you know, I could have just like woken up for five minutes and said all right, Max, you know, do the intro and then hit the record button. And he wouldn't have even realize that I wasn't there for 30 minutes. Oh, well,
2: that, I mean. There, there is that he's got to get his eighty percent into it. Look, we, we kid, we joke, we love Max, and uh, but truth be told, I mean, we're just being honest. I am your favorite sexy Maxie and Sex Panther. Love getting together. We enjoy the show. We enjoy the banter. So, um, I mean, why wouldn't this be the uh, the best Sunday show that we put together?
0: This is this is the pinnacle of Sunday shows right here with you, Panther. You always you know that you know that. And actually, Panther, I have to ask you, you know, I played this gig last night. And if you were uh, on the book club, I posted a picture, but we were asked to wear all white. So uh, you got to see my mock Andrew WK outfit if you were part of the book club. But I have to ask, have you ever been put in a situation where you had to wear all white? Because to me, I feel like your prom may have had some non-black tuxedos involved.
2: Uh actually I did not ever go to prom, but I did oh, come wear, on. I did wear all white for my first wedding.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. Now how, how what was your experience with wearing all white for that wedding?
2: Um I, I mean it was fine. Okay, first you have to remember it's like early 90s. So okay. you know, we're still coming out of the Miami Vice era. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this is this is why I sense that your prom did not have it, but okay.
2: Nah, my, I mean, it might have. I listen. My senior year, I, first I only went to school for my first semester of my senior year. I graduated three and a half years. Uh, and second, I was so I was eighteen, and I was so consumed with money. All I wanted to do was work. Um, so I didn't care about some stupid dance or you know a girl. I, truth be told, I was. Uh, I had asked a girl to go. She said yes. A couple weeks later, she kind of bailed on me. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just not going." So <laughs> I, like, no. I just kind of lost the you know, the will to go and I had work to
0: make some money, (laughs) but you know, back then I wasn't an adult of you, Panther. You're, you're, you're like 27 years old when you're 18. This is great. Already being down by the world. Always love my sports cars. I want them. I'm one of my car. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Hell yeah. Well, that is, uh, I, 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 uh, you think you're in your, your next wedding here. You're going to have still the all white again. Are you going to go with something like that? Or is, uh, uh, are you going to be more traditional in future weddings with your outfits?
2: Oh, God, no, this next one will not be traditional by any stretch. I think. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank here. What What was the movie with Ben Stiller and uh, and Cameron Diaz? What about Mary or something like that? Oh, okay, yeah, something oh, Mary. about Mary. Yeah, and he, he, like, he's wearing that god awful fluffy thing, and yeah, I did, Night at the Roxbury, maybe. So, I, oh, okay.
0: 80s man
2: we talked about this. 80s it's gonna be something it's gonna be something off the wall
0: okay it's not gonna be traditional though yeah you're 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 wearing you're wearing something bright
2: yeah i might be i might be old but i'm not i'm
0: done with that shit i love it i love it well i think that you and i are both past the point of tradition here (laughs) on this podcast pretty much Pretty much. Well, Panther, let's get to it. You and I are recording bright and early this Sunday morning, so y'all know we've got all kinds of great lines to look at. Every Sunday, we check with the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Panther, out of nowhere question Did you watch the NFL draft at all, or did you uh, take part in my perfect NFL draft drinking game and forget what happened over uh, the entirety of the first round?
2: I paid attention to the draft, I didn't watch it. Um, you know, the, the first round I thought was actually highly predictable. But uh, I, I just literally before we started doing the show, I just saw this clip of the I don't even know who it was. I never caught the name, but this guy comes out like dressed like what we're talking about is dressed, you know, like almost in pajamas uh, for the Buffalo Bills. I think he might have been a rock jock or something, but uh, he come out. I mean, like Ric Flair style. Woo. And, oh, and Kyle Brandt. Oh, my God. that yeah. was so fun. It was great. Was like, yeah, that was great.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Kyle Brandt is unbelievable. He's yeah. fantastic.
2: That's part of the draft.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. See, you know, and that's there's a lot of fun in those later rounds. You know, I'm not I'm not a fan of like, you know, having the pick be made by someone who's dressed as a unicorn or something like that. But, you know, when it comes to, uh, to you know, bringing in some of the fans, bringing in some of the beloved uh, history of a team, things like that. I do think that uh, the draft does do a pretty good job. And for those of you who didn't see in the book club, I also post my uh, perfect drinking game. And for anyone who doesn't know, the perfect NFL draft drinking game is uh, when there is booing, you are drinking. That's the only rule.
2: Um, I mean, that's that's pretty easy. I tell you, I we were talking pre-show. I, I told you I was watching the show with uh, Sex Kitten mm-hmm. on Netflix. Uh, it's called Bullshit. And if you want to, if you want to get drunk, oh, watch this show and take a drink every time the word bullshit is te-
0: set. That sounds. You, you that won't sounds last 10 minutes. <laughs> This is this. This sounds like one of those many drinking games that is just a self fulfilling prophecy. It's just going to get you way too wasted. This is the point of all of drinking games. It's just to get you totally wasted, and that's why my perfect NFL drinking uh, draft drinking game works every year. Is because there's always a massive course of booze at the beginning that lasts for about one minute or so. So you're just chugging beer for one minute, and then after that, you basically have you know between ten and twenty seconds of drinking followed by ten minutes of not drinking. So it's perfect. It's so kind of
2: every, every time Roger Goodell steps up to the mic.
0: Right. You just start drinking. You just start drinking. Yeah. Preemptively. Yes, exactly. Because before he gets to the microphone, you will hear booing and then you'll hear booing through the first like few words he says at least. And then depending on the team that he's calling, you may have also a bunch of booing that follows that. So <laughs> it is it is there's there's a lot to go into it. There is a lot to go into it. Now, of course, as uh, in the later rounds, you know, they tug on the heartstrings a little bit more and bring out some like people who are it's harder to boo for. But in that first round, you know, it's it's Goodell. It's the face and you're booing hard.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, I boo when I watch Roger Goodell.
0: Exactly. That's what I feel. That's what I said. And that's why we've created such a perfect game. Well, Panther, we're only a few weeks into the MLB season, uh, MLB season. What are your biggest surprises uh, to you thus far? And what are you going to keep betting here in the near future? That's a surprise in the MLB.
2: Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm making my money right now. If, you, if you're listening to the show daily, you download some lists of every show. I mean, there's, there's about six to eight teams that all you have to do is just fade them. They're awful. I, I am completely surprised that there's this many that are consistently bad. Arch and I were talking about this in the book club. Uh, I, I said we might be looking at a record for most 100 lost seasons. You've got seven teams that are already on pace for it, and I think a couple a couple other teams might even be able to get down there. But, uh, I you listen, for betting purposes, I mean, fading Baltimore, Kansas City, Detroit, Texas – Washington, the Cubs, and the Reds, it's almost like free money. Like they're printing money. You can run line this. You can <laughs> run line these teams and get better value. They're getting killed. They're awful.
0: Yeah, this is true. And I mean, you've been hitting that all throughout the week. You had the year uh, a couple days ago. I was actually with you on that run line on the Yankees, run line with the uh, Padres, things like that. They, it's been working. It's been working.
2: It's working, and, and you, you know you're getting some value. But uh, you know we're we're looking at these teams and trying finding the bad teams has been very very obvious. We've had some teams that I, you're just kind of sitting there going, "Who are they?" I'll start with the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm. I think the, the notion is because of their um, success over the last few years that this is a good team. I don't know that they're a good team. They're 12-9 and right now with a plus-three run differential, but they're they're very mediocre, and they haven't played the Yankees. They haven't played the Blue Jays. They haven't played the Angels or the Astros. So I'm not high on the Rays, and I really don't like their chances of making the playoffs uh, just because I I think their pitching is much more diluted than it has been in, in the past, and their hitting has not really caught up with a lot of these other teams that are kind of like offensive juggernauts, really.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, are there some other teams that are to you uh, surprising you in a positive way that are uh, actually showing up in a way that you didn't think they would be uh, earlier?
2: Mariners. I think we have to talk about the Mariners. Now they're kind of taking on the chin against uh, the the Marlins uh, in, in Miami this weekend. But before this series, I mean, they're hitting the ball. They're pitching really well. Um, the, the Mariners have been a bit of a surprise. I kind of expect them to regress, kind of what they do. Mm. But coming out of the gate, the, the Mariners have looked really good. And like I said, the team that they're playing, the Marlins, we've talked all the time about how great their pitching is. And they just need the runs to come. They need to get some offensive support. Well, they're starting to get it. They're actually putting up, you know, for Miami, tons of runs
0: when they're scoring <laughs>
2: four or five runs, but for that pitching staff, four or five runs is going to net them a ton of wins.
0: Heck yeah. Well, I like those. I like those trends a bunch that we're looking at right here. And I got, I got one more question here. Now you're not on the uh, NHL at all today, I'm guessing, uh, but based on your comments, uh, based on your comments from earlier this week, I'm guessing you're not on it because you said fuck the NFL uh, NHL, but what is your Stanley cup primer for us? And do you have a, any teams that you like right now? Take it all that you're going to, that you're gonna be hopping on in the NHL.
2: Yeah, then I'm going to any teams that I'm going to hop on. I I, I don't know. We're going to talk future. I imagine we're going to talk futures tomorrow with, with the main show. But, um, you know, I was looking at these series that that's going to start on Monday and my general take on these series, like these playoffs are deep. These teams are good. Maybe one of the teams I don't particularly care for is the LA Kings. Um, but look, the Bruins are good. The hurricanes are good. Tampa, Toronto, St. Louis, Minnesota. um, and then let's see. Starting on Tuesday, we got the Penguins, the Rangers, Washington. I'm not high on Washington. Uh, I don't. I don't like them a ton. Uh, I don't like Nashville's chances going against Colorado, um, and then Dallas and Calgary. So this is a very, very deep playoffs. Only a couple teams I don't like, and a couple of them are just because of their matchups. What I did come across, though, what I think I'm going to be looking at here in these playoffs is as these series go, is I like the home teams. If you look at the playoff or the, the regular season record for these teams, all these playoff teams had a significant um, winning record at home, and I think that's where I'm going to be leaning. you look, uh, I'll try to avoid some chalk. You're going to run into some chalk, but look, Carolina is home against Boston, and they're only minus one twenty. Carolina is great at home, so those are the kind of things I'm going to be looking at. There's a lot of t- I don't know other than maybe Colorado coming out of the West. If there's a clear-cut favorite coming out of the East, uh, so yeah, home teams is probably one of the things that I'm going to be looking at.
0: Got it. We're going to be just busting those home teams over this uh, over this NHL playoffs. I like that, and I like that for the first round at least for my uh, for my Avs and my Wild. Unfortunately, we're going to have uh, some internal battling happening if they end up facing each other in the second round. There.
2: <laughs> oh, you will you will have yourself uh, quite the dilemma.
0: I know. Well, I, I we we know that my heart is in Minnesota, even though uh, my body physically is here in Colorado. So that I, I I think that my I will be rooting for my Minnesota Wild to show some actual success in the playoffs here, if that is the case. But uh, my goodness, I I I I I think they have a real tough draw with the St. Louis Blues in the first round here. They do have a that's tough
2: a- draw. St. Louis was playing really really good uh, towards the end of the the regular season, so that that's going to be a
0: fun series. That will be a fun series, and I'm I'm just looking forward to the NHL playoffs, playoff hockey. This is where it's at. This is this is like for real. This it it makes all of the rest of the NBA regular season look like the most watered down product you've ever seen in your life. That's oh, sure. that, that that's what I love about the NHL playoffs, and so I'm stoked to get locked and loaded for a bunch of those. Now, DJ and homies, let's talk about mybookie.ag. With mybookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and guess what? USFL. That's right. My bookie isn't afraid of the professional opinions of this podcast just yet and are still offering odds on USFL champion. I already have bet on my Tampa Bay bandits uh, to be the champ, but current front runners are the stallions and the breakers. So man, that defense must actually be for real, huh, Kyle? My bookie is well-traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code absolute so we can keep the lights on around here. And my bookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or watching B-League football,
2: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.
0: Panther, have you been enjoying any of this uh, USFL at all or have you been, uh, you know, admiring from a ways?
2: I've been kind of just letting the other guys kind of take <laughs> take the spotlight there. It does look like New Orleans to me. Looks like might be the the team to beat, and, and they're having a little fun on the play on words with the uh, the M word Panthers. They I call it the M word because of you know who they are, and right. uh, they call it now they call it the P word because of the Panthers. So we're little, oh, little play on play on words initials going on there.
0: <laughs> yeah, the M word P words. That's the uh that that's the team. We got we gotta get maybe maybe that's the next uh general shirt, the M word P words.
2: The yeah, M word P words couldn't they couldn't get a better I mean I, honestly they just couldn't get a better coach than Jeff Fisher, right? It's like the uh, oh, nothing screams
0: championships and scoring
2: uh like Jeff Fisher. So
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Nothing nothing screams uh mediocre everything team wise than <laughs> Jeff Fisher. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> although although he does have above average tight pants, according to Kyle.
2: Well, at least they're not khakis.
0: Yeah, this is true. This is true. Uh, I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to think what 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 team would allow you uh, with the colors to wear the khakis? But you know, that's that's that. It's just it's just in the uh, it's ingrained in the state, huh?
2: Yeah, something you know, Jim Harbaugh just seems to have, have brought it up there, made it a fashion trend. So, God, that brutal.
0: That plus, you know, see, I, I really, I the khakis plus the uh, the cleats that has been one brutal image in my head. You know.
2: Just, I, I I see that. I think golf.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, but like, not, not, not like, not like fun golf, not like Payne Stewart golf, like, like, like really sad golf. Yeah. Like, like really, really sad. This is what, this is what I'm left with golf. Like this is, I mean, we've talked, we've actually talked golf now, multiple podcasts here on Sundays, but for real, uh, it is, it, it is a beautiful sport that makes you hate yourself. And uh, that, that's thats the fun of golf um, and also the, the, the terrible part of it. But uh, within that, it gives you the option to wear reasonable clothing and look like a normal professional. But you can also choose to show up like a total honky and wear khakis and look like Jim Harbaugh. There is that. <laughs> there is that as well. There's that as well. Well, let's stop shitting on the M word P words and uh, or just the M words. And let's talk about some NBA Panther. What do you got for me today?
2: There's two games, uh, but one I'm not on that that Bucks Celtics game. Uh, the, the four and a half. I look, I think the Celtics probably win, but the Bucks are not a team that I'm just so quick to bury. Even though they won't have Chris Middleton, uh, I think Giannis and Drew Holiday will have a little something to say about this series. Uh, but listen, Boston has probably been one of the hottest teams for the last three or four months. I never saw this coming. I didn't think it was sustainable, but there's a tough team to bet against. I like Boston. I just don't know about the four and a half. And I, I let Max handle the run lines on, on that. Uh, so I'm going to lean the Bucks with the four and a half points, but that was the one game I wasn't on.
0: Got it. Now this is actually the one that I am on. I was looking at this one. You know, I totally agree with you. I think that Boston is the team that I like to win today. They are 4-0 ATS in their last four against the Bucks this season, uh, uh, although Milwaukee won the last two earlier. So I think that Boston shows up tonight in front of their home crowd. But the real thing that I like tonight is the over 217.5. Both of these teams, uh, on as much rest as they've had, average well over 220 uh, 223. And so I'm going to take the over 217 and a half tonight. And uh, let's maybe maybe, maybe we get an overtime to help make this easy.
2: Uh, yeah, I think you might need the overtime. The The way the Celtics are playing defense, the general pace of both these teams, they can slow it down and play some half court. But that Celtics defense, um, you know, they they tighten up, but I, I think it creates a uh, lower scoring game. But I'll give you all the moral support I root for you. I mean, you're, you're my homie, but. Uh, I'm almost expecting this to be a lower scoring game.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Well, that's that's all that I got in the NBA. What what is your NBA pick today?
2: Well, the other game is Golden State at Memphis, and, and I'm super excited for this series. You know, Golden State with Steph Curry, healthy, right? They got Clay. They got Draymond. Jordan Pool uh, has been playing well this year. Uh, so th- this is an exciting, exciting series. Uh, Memphis. With all that depth, those young guards, Ja Morant. Now they're they're going to be without Steve Adams. It looks like for this first game, at least. But I, I don't think that matters because Golden State doesn't exactly come out here running with a, a seven foot center themselves. Uh, so we're going to see some small ball, or see some three point shooting. But I still think that that depth that the Grizzle has in, the, in their second unit is the difference here. And they're at home. It's in, very important for Memphis to come out. And get the first game uh so I'm money lining this one I I'm catching plus 110 the Memphis wins this game outright uh so t- I'm putting 10
0: bucks on the Grizzle complete moral support here Panther I in my head I totally feel you I think that that's the team I was uh it, it, part of me though I looked at the number this morning I saw it was two and a half Warriors minus two and a half on the road and it just kind of scared me away a little bit I think I think it's it's a close one it's a real close one and Memphis definitely live to win it I think outright, for sure. Uh, but I just could not get to a side that I liked on this one. I give you all the moral support of the World Panther. I like it. Meow. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the MLB. Yes, because we don't have any NHL today, do you? you you're you not going to touch the Jets Kraken? Oh, God, no. Now with a 10-foot pole. Let's move on to the MLB.
2: <laughs> uh, MLB, I come in with a lot of games. It's, uh, I got seven of them, so I'll try and blast through these. Real, real quick. We'll start with San Diego at Pittsburgh. I've kind of been riding this Padres run line thing against the Pirates. It didn't it didn't matter yesterday because they lost the game outright. So that, that's the thing I'm, I found with a few of these run lines that I've been doing. I've missed them, but not because they won by one run. They just lost the game outright. <laughs> so I don't feel bad. But uh, with Joe Musgrove on the bump for the Padres and Mitch Keller, who's been terrible his entire career, for the Pirates. I do think the Padres get it done. I'm run lining them, catching a plus one hundred five, taking the Fathers.
0: There we go. There we go. I, I, I totally agree with this. I, I like this play. I, uh, I I've been burned by the Fathers though the last couple of times I've bet on them though. So I just didn't want to touch this one. I'm, you know how a team will hurt your feelings and then you just feel like, oh fuck, I can't touch them. That's that's kind of what's been happening with me and and uh, and and the old San Diego Padres. So I am hanging away out of this one. Well,
2: let's see if I can get you on board with this one. Uh, Arch's Angels, you, know, you remember the preseason, Arch really loved the Angels to make a run, and they've come out of the gate strong, something they actually haven't done in previous years. Michael Lorenzen will take the bump. He came over from the Cincinnati Reds, going against a White Sox team that's come out really slow. Fortunately for them, they play in a really crappy division, and Dallas Keuchel is a crappy pitcher. If the White Sox are going to get right, I don't think today's the day. I love the Angels. Um, feels a little. I might be on the wrong side here because when I wrote it down, they were minus 125. Now they're minus 115. Something awry about this game, but I'm on the Angels. Vegas doesn't always get them right.
0: And this is true. I and I listen, I think you're on the right side. I don't know what kind of uh, right minded person would be betting on Chicago White Sox right now. That is just a team that to me is uninspiring and I do not like. So I fully support that pick of the angels. I just, I had, I had other stuff I'm on and Panther. I'm sure that you and I are going to get to maybe next
2: game up for me. We're going to take a look at the Cubs taking on the Brewers. I think we've been getting fat off of this series and another opportunity for me to run line. Cubs are one of those teams that might be facing a hundred losses. They're going to put Marcus Stroman out there. Who's gotten off to a really bad start. zero and three with a near seven ERA going against the former Cy Young. Well, Current Cy Young Award winner, I guess. Corbin Burns pitching like he did last year. I, I think the Brewers just beat the snot out of him. So another run line here, which uh, actually gives me a plus line. I'm catching a plus one fourteen if the Brewers Look, can win this thing by two. So give me the Brew Crew for ten bucks.
0: There we go. Now I I like this. I those damn teams from Wisconsin though. They I always have this thing where it's really hard for me to bet. And feel good about betting and making money on those teams. So I will just moral support, watch from the sidelines on this one with the uh, with the run line on those Brew Crew at home. But I think you're right. I I I like the pitching matchup. I like Corbin Burns today on the mound. I think I think Milwaukee's the play. Uh,
2: listen, seven games. You got to get on something here with me.
0: I, listen, I got three Panther. I got uh, three. All right, we're gonna hit
2: this one then. How about the Yankees at the Royals?
0: anything <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crickets crickets sure, keep, sure. But, but that this is okay this is okay keep going Tell, give she me the analysis ball. severino you know he was injured pretty much
2: all of last season he's come out of the game pitching really well daniel lynch for kansas city is pitching pretty well the problem is the royals are one of the worst teams in offensive production he doesn't get any run support i don't think he's going to get any today another run line opportunity for me uh so yeah 10 bucks on the
0: yankees listen i see what you're doing here panther what you're doing is you're, you're those seven teams that you hate that are just so bad that are just terrible this year you are just going to full on run line them every game until until they, until they make you cry that's what's going to be and i think i think that that is a great method i like that i Not
2: every game there there's certain matchups right. that i don't like oh, oh yeah I- I faded, the, I faded the Reds one day, and, and uh, they, they won. I faded the Reds one day, and they, they lost. But just pitching matchups. But speaking of the Reds, they're going to take on your Colorado Rockies.
0: Uh-oh. Here we go.
2: Surely you're on this
0: game. Oh, you Rever- know. I got I got to love my rocks at home.
2: Oh, God. Reverse San Martin for the Reds. 0-3 with a 10.91 ERA. He makes Kyle Freeland's 6.16 look good. Uh, I mean, the Reds have so many problems. They can't pitch. They can't hit. They can't score. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this could be maybe a higher scoring game because, it, you know, it is mile high. But uh, it's it's the fucking Reds, man. Get run line. The Rockies here. I, I actually get a plus one twenty three for run line in the Rockies here. So, uh, yeah, ten bucks on Colorado.
0: There we go. Now, I this is here's the tough part. This is going to be for the sweep. So I have trouble looking at the run line. I like the Rockies just to win overall today. I think that they do pull off the sweep here against the Reds, but my goodness, this is just, I, I think I'm just, I, I just have to take the Rockies just to win outright. And I'm going to feel safe about that and feel good about what I did here today.
2: Uh, I'll feel good about this next game. The the Washington Nationals got one from San Francisco. And I think that kind of pissed off the Giants. Uh, so, you know, Washington's going to go at it again. They're going to put Josiah Gray out there. Who's, Pitching better, this this it is an improvement for him. But again, the Nats are a team that just can't seem to generate any run production. Alex Cobb has been serviceable for the G-men, but not great. But what's the surprise for me is the Giants' ability to score. They're not very well known as a you know offensive juggernaut, a team that puts up runs, but they've been doing it so far in the early part of the season. I think they do it again today. Another run line against a team I hate. Uh, Gives me plus 125 San Francisco for
0: 10 bucks. Man, man, that is that all these run lines. You really are just hitting on those teams that you don't like. I I, I dig the method. I'm just not on this one. I I give you full moral support. I think the Giants are definitely the better team. The Nationals definitely look like crap out of there. And the fact that they already won one makes me think that they're probably not going to get any more, at least in this series. So full moral support on the San Francisco Giants today.
2: All right. Last game for me. Another bad team, another World Series contender. Detroit is in L.A. Uh, Kershaw. Yeah, I don't know you saw this. Kershaw set the record for most strikeouts for a Dodger. And the mm-hmm. Dodgers have had some legendary pitchers. So congratulations, Kershaw. But now they throw the young gun, Walker Bueller, out there, who's off to a pretty good start. The, the pro, Detroit just can't keep up with the pitching. They can't keep up with the hitting. Um, it, it's just kind of a really mismatch on paper and on the field. Uh, so I, yeah, I like the Dodgers here. Another run line gets me down the minus one fourteen, but uh, I, I think the di- Tigers are completely overmatched here.
0: Yeah, I I can't see really the Detroit Tigers winning this. So this this would be a full on lottery ticket if you like Detroit today. But I don't know who likes Detroit today, and I don't know who likes Detroit any day. So I think that that's a tough ask. So I I like the Dodgers today too. I'm on your side. I just didn't bet this one. So lean L.A. Dodgers. I had
2: seven games. You were on one of them. What are you on?
0: Okay, yeah, so here here we go. We're going to talk about some uh, some real great games here today. We got the Minnesota Twins at the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, yeah. These teams have split the last two in this three-game series, but I think that the Rays do get the better of the Twins here. I uh, don't see it as even a starting pitcher actually listed for the Rays, but the uh, current lines at minus 160. So I think Vegas knows something and that the Rays are the play today, so give me the Rays.
2: Yeah. The pitching matchup is why I'm off of this. I love my starting pitching and I don't know squat. I know Josh Fleming, Josh Fleming is going to be an opener. So he's not going to go real deep for the Rays. and Josh winder winder. I don't know any, I've never heard of this kid, but in in the 10 innings that he's pitched, he's already given up seven hits, three walks and two home runs. Not a great recipe for success. Um, So I think I like the plus line for the twins but not enough to bet it here.
0: I see. All right. All right. Well, let me see if I can get you on this one other one. We got, Hey, look at this. Some early surprise teams. we got the Mariners at the Marlins. Now these are very pleasantly surprising teams that have been surprising their fans this year. Uh, But if this was a week ago, I'd be on the Marlins or on the Mariners today. I am on the mind I am not speaking straight Panther. This is a problem. (laughs) This is a problem. We have too many nicknames for these teams. Let me start from the top on this one. Two teams doing better than we thought they would do. Last week, I would have bet the Mariners. However, the Minesweepers have lost their last four, and the Marlins have won their last six. So today, I have a fish fetish. We are on the Miami Marlins. Give me the fish.
2: I can't hate the play, um, but listen, this is an outstanding pitching matchup. Logan Gilbert, I believe, is number one or number two in the league in ERA with a 0.4 ERA. Uh, 22 strikeouts in his 22 innings pitch. He's only walked four batters. Alcantara, I mean, he's kind of equal to the task, a 1.78 ERA. His walks are a little elevated, gives you a little bit of concern. But we, we've liked Alcantara here for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. You, you look at those losses that you talked about, the Minesweepers, three of them, they scored one, one, and two runs. And then and, and that's what we're talking about when you go against someone like the Fish, they keep you down there. In the five wins in a row that the Fish have won, they've given up one, six, kind of an outlier, two, one, and two. Like, they just don't let you score. They suffocate you to death. Uh, I I love the under here, even though it's a minuscule 6.5. This is a great pitching matchup. I kind of side with you here. I think the Fish might be the play. I just could not pull the trigger here.
0: I get it. I get it. Well, I got one other one that I was actually looking at even today, and I think— I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on this one. We, we got to talk about the Guardians at the Oakland Athletics. Now, Cleveland has won the last two of this three game series. And simply put, I wonder if they can close out the sweep today. So, a lot of me is really liking the A's with the even money line right now. It, that, that line doesn't feel like it's fishy at that, at where it's at. It feels like it should be way worse. So, what are your thoughts on this game, Panther?
2: <sighs> Again, it's pitching for me. It's always pitching for me. Tristan McKenzie has pitched. Uh, he's pitched fine. He's pitched. Okay. He hasn't gotten any run support. That's why he's and two. but James Caprillion um, for Oakland pitched really well last year, but he has not pitched at all this year. So I don't know if he's on a pitch count an innings thing. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, the, the Oakland offense is just so sporadic, right? They, in their last five games, they've scored one, eight, and they lost that game. They scored eight, <laughs> one, two, and two. I guess it's a hard offense to trust. The guardians aren't much better. Um, I really could not get to a side here. I I would probably lean Oakland, but I'm not getting enough value to, to garner a play.
0: Yeah. See, I I just can't get out of my head. There was a couple of times where I bet on Tristan McKenzie last week, last year, and he burned me so fucking hard. And so I I just have this – there's like this, you know, yeah, this thing I, I, stuck in my craw about this where I just can't forget. Uh, I can't forgive. I can't forget. And I, I just I, – I have to uh, take the opposite side when I see something like that, especially when uh, the sweep is beckoning. And I think that uh, – I, I don't think that Cleveland is the kind of team that's going to close out a lot of sweeps this year, if you know what I mean.
2: I feel you. I feel you.
0: Heck, yeah. Well, Panther, that is all the plays that I've got. We Did we actually make it through everything already? Yeah. Holy shnikes. Well, degens, that's all we've got for you this morning. So come on out to the site uh, and buy a shirt. Absolutely. You can follow us on the podcast uh, on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. Join the Patreon chat directly with the crew in the book club. Sex Panther. Take us on home.
2: Uh, the the, the degens love my parlays. So here's the deal. I need one pick from you, Saxy, and it cannot be the Rockies.
0: You got it. Uh we are taking okay, today 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 fuck it. Give me the athletics.
2: You're going to take Oakland. We're taking Oakland. We're taking Oakland. All right. Uh I've got all these different run lines here. Uh-huh. Uh, which one do I really feel? like? You know what? Milwaukee's gonna win. Burns is on the bump, and I'm getting a plus line. I uh, told you, cut. You couldn't take the Rockies because the Rockies is in the parlay. We kid- it was a kiss of death. We both agreed. So the DJN parlay, the Saxy Panther parlay, if you will, is the Colorado Rockies, the Oakland Athletics, and the Milwaukee Brewers. Put those three together and make that your DJN parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but mostly it is Discord. Uh, it's the book club oh, and uh, man, you, guys you guys get in there see, and shoot the shit with guy us call us out by so, name no we bullshit. will holler right back But most importantly oh, just uh, let us know what you did yesterday what you're gonna do fly today fly. when it's all said done kids it's all make some money fools i love you max it's that old adage if there's a guy that you want and he's there go get him
1: well i like you Maxie. even though you sleep in and you show up late so when i'm on the show you showing me utter disrespect when i'm on I was there early, but I still like you, Maxie. You're still a good guy.